Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, everyone. My name is Connie Whitman. I'm your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thanks for joining me. I'm really excited to be sharing this hour and hope that you guys all find it inspiring, educational, and that we can have just a little bit of fun. So I want to just share with you some of my expectations. You know, I've been thinking about this show and what I want to get from it and what I want you guys to get from it at the end of the day. So my expectations, number one, is obviously to share my experience and to share the folks I interview, um, their experience as well. Second thing, I want to inspire, motivate you to actually want to change um, at the end of the day. The third thing I want to do is provide some actionable how-tos so that after listening, you can actually go back into your own life and start to try some real steps or real things in your life uh, to try to expose yourself and challenge yourself to, to growth and change. And then the last thing, um, really more than this, but the fourth thing is to provide a platform for you to come and ask questions, share your insights, um, and just for us to expose each other to new ideas, new thoughts. Because, um, you know, at the end of the day, there's more than one way to achieve growth or to make change or um, just to get the job done. Okay. Um, now, my guest today, uh, his name is Stefan Jacobs. He is a... Uh, guru in marketing, let's just say in marketing strategies. Um, he's, he's just very awesome to deal with. I've had a lot of fun um, in various conversations I've had with him um, over the years. Um, and he's going to come and share some ideas, some strategies um, to help everybody in this digital age that we're, we're facing. Um, just to give you a little bit of insight, uh, Stefan has been or is the director of Business Channel Radio. Uh, he's senior executive producer, network program director. Um, he's been the executive producer of five number one shows. Yes, I'm going to be one of them. Uh, branding executive for radio, business products and events. PR imaging music, show conceptualization. He has been a, um, a radio host in his own right, writer, speaker, trainer, etc., and um, an on-air talent and voiceover personality. Okay, I'm impressed. I hope you guys are as well. Um, today, the discussion or the topic that I think is, is very relevant to businesses in general, general but I, I think even small businesses, um, is creating a platform for visibility exposure and communication, um, you know, for businesses to get their word out. And as Stefan calls it, it, it it's become uh, the new business card for the digital age. Instead of handing out, we're, we're really exposed in that digital um, kind of platform. You know, as a small business owner myself, this topic is just so relevant. Um, and at the end of the day, for me, it became very time-consuming. And Stefan and I are going to talk about that as a business owner. How do we get that change and make those choices um, to get help or gain help? Now, before I introduce Stefan, um, I really want to let you guys know how excited I am. A bit nervous, first show, you know, kind of cool. Um, but who is this Connie Whitman? You know, for those of you that don't know me, uh, why should you listen? You know, what's my vibe? Who am I? What am I going to give you at the end of the day? What value um, will I add to your life? So, you know, first and foremost, I think the term or that I'm a sales consultant, speaker, coach, 
small business owner, and really my best job, probably the hardest for, for my parents out there, um, is being a mom of two teenage boys who play hockey. Um, my oldest is 18 or soon to be 18, and my youngest is uh, 15. They're fun. They keep me charged up, um, and they keep me um, running for sure. So, you know, to talk about the sales consultant or any of the other titles that I just kind of threw out there, I feel like sometimes we try to fit ourselves into, you know, some kind of box because it makes it easy and it makes it tangible and it makes us understand who we are. Um, Really, really, though, at the end of the day, for me, with all of those titles, I always want to come in, help organizations grow, you know, look at the strategic game plan for the next one, three, five years, understand who who you are, where you want to go, and then build a culture and infrastructure uh, to support and and just make it happen. Uh, That strategic thinking definitely charges me up, gets me excited. Um, But even more than the strategic thinking for me is actually drilling down and dealing with your folks, your, your human capital. Um, they have so much to offer, so much to bring to the table. And I think that's one of the things I'm good at is getting folks to step up, do what needs to be done, but also engaging and in embracing all of that, that new skills and, and different things that they really need to bring to the table in our very competitive marketplace. Um, with all of that said, I think it really boils down for me is helping folks communicate more effectively. Uh, you know, I, I, sometimes I think I observe and I, and I listen to people and I think, for goodness sakes, we're just sitting here taking turns talking and then, you know, jumping in because I have something to say instead of truly listening, understanding, and then giving valuable feedback. Um, You know, what a concept, humans speaking with humans. How much fun is that, first of all, and how not really good we are at that. So I hope that I can help um, you, your team, communicate more effectively. Um, I hope that you feel my passion and what I do with the business stuff, absolutely, but also in real life humans, uh, moms, dads, you know, finding that work-life balance. So um, I hope you join me listening, um, engaging, and let's start connecting with people. Let's start communicating with each other. Um, You know, get me information. Shoot me emails. Uh, My email, I'll I'll share with you now, but I'll share it several times throughout the show, Connie at um, WhitmanAssos.com. Uh, Get that information to me, uh, what you guys want to talk about. Um, Let's share some cool ideas, talk about new ideas, and grow together. And let's make our lives more passionate, successful, and fulfilling. Um, Let's live large and shoot for our own uh, greatness. All right, I've done enough talking. Now let's have some fun. Let's get into the real discussion of today. I'm going to introduce Stefan Jacob. Again, you know um, he's my guru friend with marketing. He has given me a lot of personal insight on things I should be doing with my business. Um, so uh, welcome, uh, Stefan. Thank you so much for joining us. And are you ready to start talking about the uh, digital platform and how we can help folks out there uh, do it just a little bit easier? Connie, thank you so much. That was a wonderful intro, and I already feel exposed, so I'm ready to get right into the meat of the problem and the situation and start communicating those ideas effectively. 
what would you like to know about in particular? Or would you like me to give you just a summary? Um, you know, I think as a small business owner and, and even I think other bigger organizations out there really need to understand what this digital platform or what the exposure is if we don't capitalize on that and help us grow our business. I think at the end of the day, everybody's looking to generate more revenue, have growth, more sales, all of those kinds of things. So, you know, a summary, whatever you think, but I, I really want you to share some of your experience and tips for us to go back and have some actionable, actionable how-tos. Well, let me give a little history first. I think that makes sense. Um, as we had talked about in the past, the web is a very ongoing, organic, growing, and diversifying environment. And when it really kind of started out, at least for me anyway, was the middle to late 90s. I, I had a business at that time. I put a website, and I thought I was golden. I thought that was it. Now today you've got social networking. You've got uh, blogs. You've got uh, articles that you can write to help build your visibility. There are so many different aspects to that. But I think a lot of people forget what all those things are and how to manage those things. You as a small business owner in particular have taken on a very specific path for yourself. You understand you're good at something, which is your task of sales coaching, motivation, one-on-ones, etc. But when it came to the marketing question, I want to ask you a little bit about your thoughts, how you developed the idea. You didn't build your website, did you? You didn't do no. your social marketing, did you? No. Okay. No. What did you do? Why, why, how did you get into that? Why did you get into it? Yeah, you know, and that's such, I think, a relevant question. It's so funny you say that. Uh, you know, several years ago, I realized all of the things you just said, and I thought, yeah, i got to be out there. i got to get my message out there. Um, so I started doing just a ton of research about websites and WordPress, which I think is the backdrop for, for uh, websites, and social media, Facebook and LinkedIn, and blah, 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 blah. And after about six months, it was ironic, I, I received an email from SCORE. It's a, a local organization. I, I think they probably have it up by you, Stefan, as well. Um, but anyway, they, they get information out to small businesses with these free seminars, etc. Happened to be a seminar, as I'm in the throes of all of this research, this um, seminar at the local library was about social media. So I'm like, i got to go to this. i got to educate myself. Maybe they're going to have the answer, right, that magic answer. So I go, I sit, I listen, <laughs> they hand out a pamphlet. And um, at the time, it was in the evening, I, I said to my husband, you got to come with me. You know, two heads are better than one. Let's listen. And then we could kind of decipher this together. I'm taking notes. We get in the car. He looks at me and he goes, wow, you took so many notes. That was great. You got so much out of this. I looked at him just on the, almost on the verge of tears, and I go, I didn't understand a word that guy was saying. I took <laughs> notes on things to go back and look up so I can understand what the heck I'm supposed to be doing. And at that point, it was like that aha moment of, I can't do this. So the next day, instead of going on the Internet to define and decipher all of these words, um, and I'll share with you, I'm 52, right, Stefan? So clearly some of this technology and this Twitter, you know, was beyond me. He kept saying the word hashtag. I wrote that down to go look it up, and I did look that one up, and I burst out laughing when I realized this is how ridiculously 
um, inexperienced I was on this platform that it was just the pound sign. So in my head, I'm like, why can't they just say the pound sign? Why do they have to make everything so difficult? So anyway, I called the gentleman. I know, right? Isn't that like, that sums me up, okay, with technology. So I reached out the next day to the gentleman who uh, did the speaking, you know, who, who was the seminar leader, and said, you know, I need help. What do I do? Asked him a million questions, sent me a proposal, loved him. He ended up actually doing my website, and then he hooked me up with uh, my social media manager. His name is Jonathan Fabio, fabulous guy. Um, anyway, Jonathan now manages all of my social media, which is a full-time job. So, you know, your initial intro, Stefan, is so dead on because I know what I know, and I know what I should be doing for my business and to help other businesses grow and, and achieve whatever success is. That social media is such an important component, yet we don't have time. So, you know, your insight here I just think is so valuable because if, if I had other folks right now on with us that are small business owners or managers of big corporations, they would all say, how do we get these pieces to fit together? You know, who do we hire? Where do we go? Do I do it myself? All those kinds of things. So, again, I, I'd like, um, you know, you to share uh, some more ideas, really. Absolutely, absolutely, Connie. And I think you did a very proactive thing, which is something you teach in your business. Don't sit on it. Make an action. Take a step. Uh, change something so that you can wade through the process, even if you don't do the process yourself. Now, I find yeah. in my career, I've come across major businesses as well as single entrepreneurs that face the same crisis and a lot of them go into inaction. They freeze yeah. up. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. They don't know where to turn. Or, worse yet, they pull an ostrich. They put their head in the sand and let it pass them right by. Yeah, exactly. So neither, neither approach makes any sense from a business sense, especially because from the late 90s to 2014 where we are today, the Internet has changed and revamped the way we do business and our communications. Yeah, now, ex you exponentially, talk about a little thing called communication, the hashtag thing. You yeah. know, when we're talking about phones, it's hit the pound sign, okay? Yeah. When we're talking about uh, Twitter, we're saying hashtag happy guy, hashtag Connie Whitman, hashtag yeah. whatever, okay? Yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's incumbent in our language. It's part of our disability in the English language that we have so many words that mean the same thing. Just take the word to, for example, T-O, T-O-O, T-W-O. And invariably, when you see writers, especially inexperienced writers, they use the wrong two at the right time. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Yes. Um, Stefan, so, you know what? You know, it, it's Stephen, part of a process, Stephen, excuse and that's me, I'm okay. Sorry. Let's, yes. let's take a, just a real, real brief break, um, and then we'll come back and talk about this, yes, multiple words meaning different things, how confusing it is when we write. Now you put that into the social Beautiful. media realm, um, and, and what does that all mean? So I'm real excited to hear more. Again, let's just take a real brief break, and then we'll come back, okay? A speaker has little value to an audience unless you, the listener, is motivated and empowered to change. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates is a renowned speaker and is an architect of change. 
Consultations, training, seminars, and speaking engagements are the venues where she affects change. Whether your responsibilities include customer service, sales, marketing, training, executive management, or ownership, and you are seeking change in your organization, then you need to hire Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Connie doesn't just fill your ears with rhetoric. She speaks to the heart and success of your business. So next time you need to hire a speaker, don't hire someone that just talks. Hire an architect of change, Connie Whitman. Just ask for Connie by calling 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Okay, we are back. We're here with Stefan Jacob. Um, I hope you are inspired by all of the great conversations um, the great conversation that we're having, but also some of the logical things that Stefan is saying. They're hitting home with me, guys, that we need help. <laughs> and hopefully Stefan could give us some insight and direction as to how to get that. So, Stefan, uh, again, I, I apologize for cutting you off. We had to get that brief break in, and now uh, please continue. Hey, you got to pay the bills one way or another. You, and speaking you got of paying that right, the bills, it's, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of paying the bills, you really need to organize the way that you present yourself and your business to the world and to the right people. It yeah. no longer is a shotgun approach where if you see the ad eight or ten times like the Harvard Business Study says, you're going to take action. Well, may not be the right people that you want to take action. Matter of fact, in today's society, you may actually annoy people and turn them off from your product because you're taking that old 60s, 70s advertising approach. So today it's about communication. It's also, also about value. What can you bring to the conversation or the paragraph or the comment that you're making on social media? Does it add value without becoming annoying? Once yeah. it becomes annoying, your value goes right out the window. Nobody has a need for you. So let's just talk about the words that we use in social media. Oftentimes I see big corporations just say on Twitter or Facebook, Hey, we've got this great contest. You can win this, and don't forget to buy Ovaltine. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but I don't like Ovaltine, so I've just dismissed anything of value that they had, so that's out the window. Now, yeah. if he would have said, you know, there's a lot of different ways to uh, get benefit from what you drink besides water. You know, you can get uh, uh, various minerals. You can get various vitamins. You can uh, eat fruit, you can do a lot of different things, and at the bottom, you know this is the CEO of Ovaltine. Yep. And that's okay. That, you provided value. You didn't shove Ovaltine down their throat. What you did is you gave them some real beneficial value in that social media environment. But today, we're looking at a platform. Our business card is our platform. It's no longer that little one-by-two piece of paper people used to throw away or chuck in their wallet or in the purse and get lost. No. T today, how do people find you? How do people look for you? How do you help them look for you? How do you communicate with them? What do you share with them? You know, we're a very uh, video-oriented and media-oriented uh, society. 
you know, Definitely. since the advent of MTV, people are looking at video. Um, we're doing a radio show. That, that's just the start of the content we're developing for you. This content can now be repurposed into articles and blogs. It can be made as snippets onto Twitter. It can be uh, put onto Facebook. It can be done a lot of different ways and then target those markets and those people. People are already following you on some of those social media now. Well, give them something to, of value. That's really you know, what the equation is about. Yeah, and, and but see, all of that, all of those things that you've just listed, you know, I'm sitting here, right, and, and I'm in the throes of doing all of, all of this, and I have my social media manager, so I feel like I'm so far ahead in the lear learning curve compared to some other folks. And, or some folks are just like me in the throes of it. And everything you just said, you know, as I'm listening and I know I'm doing, it's overwhelming. It's daunting. It's, it, it's a, it's almost becomes a foreign language. And, and you know, the, the YouTube thing. My kids, again, I mean, they, our, our children, right, Stefan, um, that, that next sure. generation or two generations after us, you, you know, we're, we're all dogs over here, but they go to, <laughs> I know, right, I, I know, it feels so good, right, our last leg. Anyway, the kids today, you know, they'll sit there and, you know, oh, I want to learn how to do that, Boop. and they start watching YouTube and they figure out how to do what we're trying to do, and, and I'll share just an interesting story. My, my, he was 13 at the time. My, my son just turned 15 this week. He was 13, and he plays this NHL game on Xbox, and apparently there is a platform, a digital platform. You see I'm le learning all these new words for kids who go on and learn how to play this NHL, at the time it was NHL 13, um, and, and what you, you, you get pucks, and you can buy things, and you can buy players. You know, these drafts, they do drafts and all these things. Well, anyway, he did these infomercials, I call infomercials, but he did YouTube video and YouTube or audios, and he put them out there. This kid had a couple of hundred kids following him that YouTube sent him an email. I should, I should have him run my social media, but they sent, YouTube sent him an email saying, hey, dude, sign up with us. You could be making money. Advertisers want to uh, you know, link up with you because you have this great following, probably games you know, from GameStop and stuff like that. But now think about that. He was 13. We were at a party. I was telling my, my brother, who's a producer of a radio station, and he looked at me and we giggled. And I go, I know, he's 13. He's smarter than me. Like, how did this happen? So what you're saying scares the heck out of me, and yet these kids are doing it, you know, without thought. So, again, I just wanted to share that funny story because I, I think it speaks to what we're doing today and how the future it's inevitable that we need to get on these platforms. Does that make sense? It really does in a lot of different ways. Certainly the age generational gaps that we have between us and our children are apparent because they started out with an Internet world. We, we just came upon it and said, oh, wow, what's that? Oh, a signpost. It, it points this way. Let's go this way and see where it goes. And then all of a sudden, we're in the World Wide Web feeling like a spider and going, wow, should I build a cocoon or what? I mean, yes. what am I going to do? I don't yes. really know. There's too many choices. That's exactly you know? right. But that's okay that there's more choices. 
the only thing you have to navigate is what is your platform about? Who are you? What do you bring to the table? What are you advertising ultimately? What are you sharing as far as knowledge that people can gravitate towards and build a following to? What, what kinds of things can you bring to your guests and or your future customers? Because let's get real here. At the end of the day, if your platform is not providing you enough leads and enough customers, your business is not going to do very well. And I don't care if it's a big business or it's a sole, sole proprietorship. Totally. You know? Yep. So it's it's really about communicating and creating creating something called multiple points of presence. Now, I developed that word. I don't think anybody uses that phrase uh, except me and my partner, David. Uh, multiple points of presence. You know, you were talking about how many hours you could see yourself spending, not only in your business, but doing social media by yourself, doing your marketing by yourself. That's a lot of time. Well, it David is. and I did an experiment. We, we worked for a network one time, and they didn't really have a social media protocol, so I started one. But I realized after I got it started and we started writing thoughts and we started promoting some additional hosts on a separate website, we were spending 18 to 20-hour days. And wow. that was no kidding. That was still in, on top of training and helping people understand where we were going. And we were kind of plugging along because we didn't know any better either. Sure, and we said, sure. well, if we don't immerse ourselves in it, we're not going to understand it or be able to talk about it intelligently. Absolutely. And then we got the idea, well, we could actually teach people how to do this a little bit. And, and if they can't do some of it, well, we can do that and offer that as a service. But at least they understand, conceptually speaking, what we need to do. Because in that multiple points of presence region, which means all different ways, shapes, and forms that people can find you uh, through multiple points of presence. So maybe they'll listen to the radio show. Maybe that show will be turned into an article at some point. Maybe it'll appear on a blog that somebody just happened to catch. Maybe it'll have a notation about the radio show on your Twitter. So there's a lot of different ways people can access the show and the knowledge thereof. And creating those multiple points of presence is really the key, most effective way of getting your word out there. Can I Short ask of doing, question? you know, an inner marketing approach type yeah, thing. Now, can I, I, I agree with all of that, and you know, I, I think you're really getting to the core of the concern for a business owner. My question, though, is, you know, is it important to do all of these different, as you say, you know, touching them in different ways, because different people choose different ways to learn or different ways to listen you, you know is that why we do it or does you know does everybody go to all the different channels like what have you found in your experience the one common thing i have found probably in the last uh, 10 to 15 years is the internet isn't going away no so the internet <laughs> is this huge encyclopedia you and I used to talk about our Funk and Wagnall, okay? Yes. But our Funk and Wagnall today is a WWW, and that does mean, yes. doesn't mean the World Wide Wrestling Association either. Okay, that's, that's the right. World Wide Web. That's right. And we're wrestling with how to deal with all this information. Now, kinetically speaking, yes, people learn different ways. Some people like to listen to things with audio. Some people like to watch things in video. Some people like to read. We need to address those different ways because 
those people will not gravitate towards the other methodologies if it doesn't suit their style. So what we're trying to do is accommodate different styles. That's why we're creating all these different touch points. But it's the web. The web is so expansive, there has to be a way that you can collectively get people that are interested in your service and interested in communicating with you on board. And if you have one website that you never market and you don't have any media and all you do is go about your business and then tell them about your website, that's really not marketing at all. That's just pointing at something and hopefully they'll get it. And if they don't get it, well, maybe it's not so good. Maybe it needs to be re revamped. Maybe so you need almost, to look at it in another different way. You know, I'm a visual learner. So, you know, listening to you, this is exactly what just popped into my head. The the web, right? And I just have to comment and giggle. You know, you did www the wrestling, and then you put the World Wide Web, and then you said what we're wrestling with. That was very good, very good. I'm impressed with that little uh, twist on words. I don't even know if you realized you did it. I got a chuckle. Thank you for that. Okay, so anyway, what I was saying is, for me, what you're describing, it's like the, the web, the web in general, is in the middle of. The um, you know the wheel there's spokes on a wheel and then you have the the nut in the middle that kind of holds holds the wheel on so if all of the, the yep. spokes are all these different venues that go I would think from our website out right because the website kind of has the core of what who we are what we offer all that kind of stuff and then all of these social media. Uh, platform pieces are the spokes sh shooting out and if we don't do anything with that central the website there's no movement so th we're stuck in the mud it, you know we need to have that movement forward and that's that projection or that movement by going out into the, the spokes does that make sense that does make sense and I think it's even more complex than just spokes on a wheel per se because some of those spokes uh, interlock with other spokes before they get to the wheel. So the wheel itself true. becomes a lot more complex. Yeah. And you, your, your idea of marketing should be, how can I make it easy for people to find me when they use a search term or terms to talk about my business, my personal life, my expertise, whatever that may be. How can they find me easily? And the more times that you have, uh, more times you show up in different places, the more times the spiders will crawl on Google and list you as someone of note higher up on the list because you're making all these points available to the average person. See, Google wants to have a great user experience. And it can't have one if you only have just a website and do nothing else. They're sure. going to consider that, and eh, not so good. They're not yeah, going to rank you very high. Right. So like what they are going to do when you do the opposite, you've got a radio show, you've got speaking engagements, you've got photographs, video, uh, all these different things out there in multiple places, then you have the opportunity to get that um, set up and, and expand that. And now your reach can be expanded, but now the ease of use and the ability to find you is easier too. So when I type in Connie Whitman Associates, I might get six or seven different listings. That's a good thing. 
Sure, and I'm gonna I'm gonna interject here, okay? Um, I'm giggling because you almost set me up. I certainly, and I at the beginning of the show, I said that I would several times throughout the show um, let people know how to reach me to you know ask those questions and just to ask for help sometimes because we do really get stuck in the mud. So again, for our listeners uh, right now, if we're struggling or you're struggling finding that balance of work and life and, and just feeling stuck, almost what we're, we're talking about right now, and it's hard to know sometimes how to move forward, please, please, please call me. I'm a phone call away at 732-888-1420, or of course, I know email, you know, we could check emails at midnight if we want, so email me if that's easier at Connie at Whitman Associates. Dot com, and I'll spell the Whitman Associates for you. It's uh, W-H-I-T-M-A-N-A-S-S-O-C.com. And, you know, I don't want you to think that we have to spend a lot of time. Sometimes shoot me uh, an email or call me with a quick question, and usually a quick conversation could get you uh, to have movement, exactly what Stefan and I are talking about right now. Um, let me help inspire and guide you to challenge yourself and to grow and, and really to find that life's balance because life is too short to just work all the time and fit all these things in and be miserable and frustrated and overwhelmed. Um, talk to me. I, I, that's what I'm good at. I'm really good at being able to zoom out for you because sometimes when you're too close to the situation it's hard to zoom in on yourself so let me zoom out i listen i observe i'll make real recommendations um and together i think that we can come up with actionable steps on how to find that balance balance um you know changing you challenging your comfort zone to sustain growth is really what i do so well so again my phone number 732-888-1420 please please call me or email um, me at connie at whitmanassos.com you know let's grow together let's grow your business and let's find that balance okay um, I'm waiting. All right, so with that said, let's continue our conversation. Um, Stefan, I loved that, you know, helping us get unstuck. And I think that, um, and I'm, by the way, listeners, I am going to give Stefan's information at the end because I know you're all salivating right now going, yeah, yeah, but we want his info. I promise I'll get it to you because, again, I think he can help so many of us achieve what we need to do with our businesses. So, Again, Stefan, um, thank you for pausing there, and, and please, let's continue um, our, our tremendous dynamic conversation right now. Well, absolutely. Actually, I want to ask you some questions, if I may, sure. Connie. Sure, of Because I think it might illustrate some of the points. You know, we talked about initially early that you thought, first off, you would mentioned something in that little diatribe right there a moment ago about work-life balance. This sure. can overwhelm you, and I'm going to go back to my earlier point. My partner David and I were experiencing this at another network and creating all these things, websites and blogs and social media and promotion, advertising, PR, all that stuff we were doing, and we were spending 18 to 20 hours a day and really didn't even put a lot of effort on our main business. Sure. And that was not you know, good because it wasn't a good life balance we were able to do it because we had the time. That, that was perfectly fine at that particular moment in time. But I wouldn't want to go through a life like that every single day. You'd have nothing left to bring to the table in your business. Absolutely. So having that work-life balance 
you know, is, is certainly important, but how do you achieve that? And one of the things I've heard you talk about is delegation. And Absolutely. delegation really requires a lot of trust and introspection and communication, I believe, for it for to sure. be effective. For sure. I mean, you picked up a webmaster after going to a talk that he gave. You end up picking up a social media person, two key individuals in developing your platform. So, you know, why did you feel confident? What was the decision-making process for you to reach out to these people and give them a shot? Why? Yeah, and, and it's the, the word trust. I love that word because I think at the end of the day, even with what I do, if people don't trust me or, you know, they think like, ah, she's full of it, you know, nobody nobody wins in that situation. So trust is just so critical. You know, I was struggling with exactly what you're saying. You know, this is several years ago. My kids were still little. And, you, you know, you're still a mom. You're a business owner. I'm working. I'm traveling. I was traveling a lot. And, you know, you're exhausted all the time. And then the social media, I realized the, the, the importance, value that I needed to be there. And, you know, you're almost at the point where it's like, do I want to continue doing this? Because, you know, how do I find the time to fit all this in without killing myself? You know, you have to feel healthy um, as well. So I, I believe, this is another one of my beliefs that I'll, I'll throw out there, and, and I would love comments on this as well, that when you reach a point and you start putting that same message out, and I'll call it the universe, right, that, that vibration out there, the answers come to you. So here's what I have learned um, over, I'm going to say over the past probably 10 to 15 years, um, this awareness hit me like a, a ton of bricks. It's great that opportunity finds you, but it's only opportunity if you see it. And what I mean by that is that frustration, and I, at the time I didn't realize it, now I do, I was putting out there, I need help, balance. I want to find this balance in life. And all of a sudden, that seminar came across my email address. Um, I saw the opportunity. I understood I needed help, and I acted on it. And I think sometimes people's egos get in the way to say, well, I should be able to do this. I'm intelligent. You know, I should be able to handle everything. That's, that's ridiculous. I think it's you're more intelligent if you take a step back and say, holy moly, what am I doing? I really need help. And then seek those opportunities. And as soon as you raise your awareness, and, and I'm sure this has happened to you, uh, Stefan, as well, but as soon as you raise your own personal awareness that you do need help, you do need to get delegate, um, you know what you don't know, might not always know what to ask for, but you know that you need to seek help in whatever that realm is of information. That's when the opportunity uh, opens its eyes. And I, I say to my listeners out there, park your ego. It's okay to delegate, ask for help, to say, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Can you explain more? And that's when the different worlds open, and I think that's when we're able to change. And see, it always comes back to that core word, change, for me. Um, but that trust, I love that word, trust. And I am thankful for um, Jason, who did my, my website, and Jonathan, uh, who does my social media. They are, I call them the dynamic duo. 
they're awesome. They communicate with each other, with me, and it's almost three legs of the stool. So we have really created such a nice working relationship, but one of trust as well. So, yeah, I, I thank you for asking that because, you know, I wonder. I wonder how many people feel what I feel, but maybe don't have the ability to park the ego and say, enough, I need help, right? Well, I think there's also another component that I want to bring in here, too. Sure. But first, I want to play the, the Batman theme. <laughs> For the dynamic duo. <laughs> My J&J. Isn't that funny that they're both Jason and Jonathan? Is that cute or what? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, the other component I want to bring into here is something that a lot of businesses, whether it's the corporate uh, ivory tower or the solopreneur, uh, don't talk about. It's almost in, talked about in hushed terms. And I think it's the core of one of your principles of service, which is one-on-one -on -one coaching. And that word I'm going to use is intuition. I think there's an awful lot of intuition that we as people in general pass off as, oh, that's just a silly thought. That'll never happen. And then we don't act on it. Where in some cases, if we take that in information that just came to us, however it came, as intuition, and we act on it, we actually may develop or hear some other information that the person who's in the forest and can't see the forest for the trees sure. can maybe get some value from. I'm sure you've had a discussion with, with a particular bank, I think we talked about one day, where you discovered that they actually have in their midst some of the most vital marketing pieces they could, they could actually utilize and repurpose to expand their reach and visibility. Isn't that correct? Uh, you're, yes, absolutely. Do you want me to share that story? Well, because it, yes? Yeah, I think it's, a, you know, just give it a small sampling, but, you know, talk about when you went in and their, com their complaint about not having marketing and your discussion with some of the people and how it came about. Yeah, and it was so it was actually a very cool experience. I was uh, training a specific sales class that we were doing, and one of the things was developing your value statement about self, but also about your company. And as we went around the room, and there was about 20 people in the room and their stories not even just about themselves, but about the company was moving. Some of them moved to tears. And I'm sitting there going, "Wow, man, this is re like beyond intense." But holy smokes, I wish I had a video camera right now to videotape these people. This is a commercial for that particular bank. The value, the passion, the feeling, you know, their customers need to hear this and see this and see what's going on behind the scenes that is, is even more powerful than just their presence of customer service, which they're awesome at. Well, you wonder why they're awesome at it, because they, they, they're bleeding uh, the blood of that company because of everything the company had done for them, right? So, yeah, I, I guess I had the ability to observe it and then go back to the executives to say, dudes, man, you got some cool stuff here. We need to talk about it. You know, develop that commercial using your own <laughs> folks, right? Yeah, I, I, you're right. I I. I you're, you're, you know, the nail on the head right now. Yes, I, I love what you're saying. Well, it's uh, in, intuition now comes also into play in the one-on-one -on -one coaching where sometimes you have to deliver a message that ordinarily people would shy away from because 
if you look at it in a quote-unquote reality-slash-logical sense, you know you're probably blowing up this conversation and it's probably never going to come back ever again the same, or you risk it and just lay it on the line. Yeah, yeah. So when you get into that space, you have to develop that trust of yourself and your own intuition so that you can have those kinds of effective conversations because the one-on-one, there's no room for error. There's nobody else talking. There's just the two of you. And in that one-on-one conversation, there can be some major breakthroughs. There's also going to be some major pitfalls that are realized. It's true. And, you know, I, I think you agree with this too, Stefan, with everything you do, you know, on the on the marketing end and, and that digital platform, you know, what I do, whether it be classroom, one-on-one, doing speaking engagements, et cetera, I really care. You know, at the end of the day, I really care about the people I touch. And I really care if they change or if, if they need help. You know, it's, for me now at this stage of my life too, it's about giving back. And people sometimes don't know what they need and an easy conversation. You know, how many conversations have you and I, I have had over, over the you know, past several months? You know, it, it definitely is a trust issue. And, but I think also I trust you, you trust me, you know, whatever that relationship is. It's, it's because at the core you care. And, and I think I don't think you could fake that. <laughs> you know, I think people are pretty intuitive. I love that word intuitive too. Um, you know, I, I think we have to care and I think they feel that. Um, again, if we can just pause for a brief, uh, brief break and then come back, I want to continue that uh, discussion about being intuitive and trust and how you can give some insight in the last 15 minutes of the show. Um, maybe some direction for our listeners to pursue that delegation, that life balance, um, and where they can go for potential help um, if you can uh, can do that. So let's just take one pr- brief, quick break, um, and then we'll come up and, and continue our discussion. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay. We're back. We're here with Stefan Jacob, uh, marketing extraordinaire. Uh, so let's continue, uh, Stefan, where we left off about the intuition, trust, care, and, uh, and all of that. And can you give in that last 15 minutes again just some insight for our listeners on some ideas, actionable ideas that you would recommend and why you'd recommend it to get them to go from inaction to action, because at the end of the day, that action, that movement, that's what encourages the, the change. And 
you know, tell me if you agree with this too. And in my life, and, and I'm sure in your experience as well, we, we've taken a path of change, movement, whatever you want to call it, and maybe it wasn't the right step. The thing is, though, it clarifies that that wasn't right, but clearly starts to identify some other venues or movement or actions or a road path, et cetera, to take. But I wouldn't have known that had I not taken that wrong step. So, uh, again, I, I think we don't want people to be afraid to pull the trigger and do something, if, if that makes sense, what I'm saying. Yes? Oh, absolutely. I, I think when change comes about, <clears throat> we as people generally as a society, we want to quantify it. We want to say that was a good change, that's a bad change. I think we've got to break that habit of, judging ourselves so harshly mm. that when we do, when we are stuck, okay, it's okay to be stuck, but not forever. I mean, you can have a moment where the world is crashing down around you, but you still have to figure out a way to get to the next step. You may not even know what the next step is, but you know where you want to go. You know where you want to be. You know where you want to end up. And if yep. you don't have that then maybe you've got to step back a little bit farther. What do, you li- what do you like to do? What do you like not to do? What do you uh, envision yourself doing in five years? I'm sure that that was part of your process when you came upon your own business. First Absolutely. and foremost, you know, you might have started out working for somebody else, and now you're working for yourself. That transition, that shift, that change has its pitfalls too. Totally. I mean, owning my own business had my pitfalls as well. I mean, as much as I enjoyed it and the freedom to do whatever I wanted to do when I wanted to do it, I still had to regiment some of those different practices so that the taxes got paid on time, the meetings with the clients happened in a timely fashion, and then developing that conversation, that trust. Bear with me one second. Sure. I hit the old proverbial cough button, as they say. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't know about that yet? I guess I have to teach you that. The cough yeah, button. In case you've got a little tickle in your throat, <laughs> you don't want it on the show. <laughs> Lesson learned. Thank you, my, my little guru friend. <laughs> <laughs> now, at the end of the day, let's talk about communication. When I talk to somebody about building their platform, one of the first conversations I want to hear and I want them to hear from me is my heart. I want them to know that before we've done anything, before any documents have been signed, before any monies have been transferred, before anything, any formal agreement has been arrived at, I've got to hear your heart. I've got to know you have a passion. If I can't hear or see your heart beating, then we're probably not going to work together because it's not going to work very long. And I look at the long term because I look at long relationships in a long term fashion. Love that. I don't look at them as okay. By the way, uh, hi, how are you? Let's see you later. That's yep. that's not a relationship. That's just nonsense. And that's what happens a lot in our social media environment. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes I think it's abused or misused or supplemented our conversation and. You know, when you write something like that, that might be nice and cute, but it may not be really what you want to say or not how you want to deliver it. And the other person now is stuck trying to figure that out. How did they deliver that? How did they mean that? 
did they really care, or didn't they care, or was it just something they did while they were reading? Sure. I mean, how much interest is there in the relationship? And I think the most effective businesses and the most effective organizations and the most effective business and client relationships and marriage relationships reside on on identifying each other's heart. So that's the first and foremost thing. If you can find that, if you can feel that from the other person that you're potentially working for, you probably have a good long-term match there without having to struggle too hard because you're sharing some of the same ideas. You're sharing yeah. some of the same intentions. Yeah. It's, does that make let me sense? Just, yeah, it really does. And I'll, I'll share with you when I, you know, especially when I'm training or even one-on-one or speaker, they laugh because I never use a microphone because I have a big mouth and I can project well. <laughs> but aside from that, <laughs> um, I love being in the audience. I love... You know, when someone raises their hand and asks a question, I go up to them. I want to look in their eyes and and let them know I'm I'm really listening. I really care, and I really want to answer this properly. And I always say uh, to to folks when again, whether I'm training, speaking, whatever it might be, um, I might not use the best words. I might not have the best vocabulary, but when you leave me, you feel my message. You feel what that next thing is to do to be motivated. You feel me because I give you my heart. And I know in business that's not cool, that's so girly, given the heart and everything. But I truly believe in everything I teach, it's funny that you keep using that word relationship. It's always about relationship sales, relationship service, relationship, and that that heartfelt message. And if that's not there, it's, you know what, you're just another whatever and you're truly not adding value because you don't care so you know i don't know if that's an age thing but maybe it's how i was raised i'm not really sure but you always get my heart so i love that you you put that in there because i agree a thousand percent when we're dealing with new clients they have to know that we care and we have to know what they're all about before you can move forward so great advice with that um, again, I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt, so, uh, again, excuse me, but please continue. No, not not a problem. I, I think it's an important consideration. I also think since 2008, businesses have had to choose how to operate differently. Some some don't get it still, and that's okay, but mm-hmm. some do, and that's even better. Yeah. And the fact that uh, people are starting to connect in a hard fashion, that's where social media, I think, can be a positive thing because it can be extension of your heart to many people across the world, but sure. it also can be a a uh, not so nice tool because you know in a conversation when you're face to face, there's all the nuances that you pick up, nonverbal com- communication signs yeah. that you pick up that you recognize and helps to round and make the feeling of the communication, the words that you speak that much more dynamic and that much more felt. So, you know, I think there's a change that's going on. I think the successful businesses that will come out of that change are the ones that realize that heart is way more important than money. Don't get me wrong. we still got to pay bills. Totally. But if you don't have a heart for this, you need not to be in it. And if you're not in it, you're not going to get any money anyway. The universe works like that. If you really dislike your job every single day, you're going to lose that job. And you should lose that job because you're not doing anybody any good. 
Yeah. But so if you really, you... really enjoy that job or you really enjoy that business, you might start a business like you did. Yeah, absolutely. Now, can you give some tips on – I'm at a point, let's say some of the, some of the folks listening or, or the executives listening or managers listening are saying, whoa, this is really hitting home. This is making so much sense. Can you give some tips in the last, um, you know, six minutes of our show or five minutes of our show to what what should they do to start that movement? What would your recommendations be? Oh, that's a great question. I'll tell you a great answer. Act like your customers you're trying to go after. Love Evaluate it. your platform. Love what it. does your platform tell you? If you go onto your website and you're confused and you can't find a way to navigate it or the information is jumbled, that's a problem. But don't get hung up on the problem right now. Mark that down as something that needs to be corrected. Look at your social media. If it's just a string of advertisements and discounts, that's a problem. You've got to find somebody to do that better, or you've got to learn, it, learn how to do it better. Whatever it is, mark that down. If you don't have a YouTube video, if you don't have uh, a radio show, if you don't have articles, if you don't have blogs, write all those things down. You need them because people need to find a way to contact you. Now, say you have all those things, and there's just another opportunity to do advertising, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're alienating people. People don't want that. Now, the subject matter that you may be passionate for may be just the perfect thing uh, for your blog or your social media. Let's say you're uh, an underwater scuba diver, and you absolutely love it. So you show pictures of what you've seen in the ocean, you've brought back shells, etc., etc. There's a whole bunch of people that really enjoy that stuff. And oh, by the way, you just happen to be the CEO, like we said, Ovaltine, or you might be Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates, whoever it might be. But you weren't pitching your stuff. You were sharing some cool stuff about life. You were sharing some information, some knowledge, some pictures, some video, whatever it might be about life that other people can get out of their CEO space and say, hey, that's cool. I really like that. Yeah, that was it's almost, fun. I enjoyed it's al that. It's, it's almost like, again, sharing that piece, that inner piece of self to really let people know who you are, your heart, whatever, whatever we want to call that, and then for them to say, hey, this, this dude, man, he's pretty cool. He does this scuba diving. I'm loving it. And what does he do? Who is he? What does he sell? Um, and it intrigues. Exactly. It almost it's almost that intriguing piece, and now all of a sudden they're looking at your website, they're looking at your blogs, um, and so from that's something right. that's personal can be the catapult to that intrigue of I need to know more about this cat, you know, I need to know more about this chick, whatever it is, um, well, to be of, able. Think yeah, about going I, into a big party environment. Yeah. You know, if you stand in the corner with your drink and your girlfriend or your boyfriend and you just stay there, that's exactly how they will view you. But sure. let's say you go into the party and you talk about anything to anybody, about even things you barely know uh, anything about, but you ask questions, you're interested, you're engaging, you're funny, you make an eye contact, you're high-fiving, whatever it is, sure. you're engaging. And that's what this whole platform, digital platform, is about. It's engagement. 
but properly doing it and learning how to do that correctly is something I feel that I can do very well for my clients. Uh, you know, I've got plenty of clients that I've worked in the radio business, which happens to be one of the most fun areas for me. So I continue to do that. And uh, they say very nice things about me, and I'm very grateful for those very nice things. But they don't say them because I said, here, I, I wrote this down to sign your name. But no, I want them to relay back to other people what their experience was with me with regard to a radio show. And, because and I, I think just, that's so important because some people have never done it before, right, Connie? Yeah, yeah and I just <laughs> I, I, thank you very much. <clears throat> now, Stefan, it's so funny because I do want to share a quote um, that I'm, I don't want to embarrass you, but I did. I took a quote from one of your clients that you've worked with. Um, her name is uh, Chris Curtis Crawford. She's a radio Hello. personality. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. She's a web business expert and PR consultant. And she said, um, working with Stefan was phenomenal. He's a seasoned professional, a creative strategist, and this is the part I love, and genuinely a nice guy. So I, I, I thought that was just a really cool quote from, from Chris that um, at the end of the day, see, you're a nice guy, you're easy to deal with, and, and I have found that as well um, with you and, and you helping my business. Please, we have one minute left. I want you to share um, your contact information so that, you know, if people are intrigued by not only our discussion but your vibe and all the things that you, you've been kind enough uh, to share with us today, can you please give your email and contact information? Absolutely. The name of my company is SMBJ. That's Stephen Michael Ron Jacob Media at um, that's Media SMBJ Media, and then the email is SMBJ Media One at Gmail. Awesome. I love Stefan. I think he's awesome. He is definitely helping me uh, on these platforms as well. And it's truly an education, um, but it's truly a pleasure. And I, I have to say, uh, work has to be fun. Otherwise, we don't grow, we don't challenge, and, and we truly do get stuck in the mud. So I thank Stefan for making work fun for me as well. Um, unfortunately, our time together is up. Uh, it's so sad to have to say goodbye. I want to keep going. We have so much more to say. <laughs> As you can tell, Stefan and I are good talkers. Um, I hope that oh, yeah. Uh, you, yeah, I know, right? I hope everybody will join me uh, weekly. I hope you get your questions uh, to me. I want us to build and discover together how we can grow, challenge ourselves, um, and so that we can all embrace that change. And you know what? Let's look it in the face and say, I've got this. And hopefully the future uh, guests, and I, Stefan, I hope you'll become maybe down the road, come and, and be a guest again for us uh, to share some oh, insights. It. That would be awesome. I'd love it. Uh, awesome. Okay, you guys, thank you so much. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, and we are on webtalkradio.net. Again, thank you, Stefan, uh, for being an awesome guest, my first awesome guest. Um, thanks for your insight and the dynamic conversation. And um, I look forward to everyone joining me next week again on Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thanks. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me.